0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Debate Show. Hope you're all doing well. Stay here with Jay and with Louis to talk about three very, very, very juicy topics, all relating around Liverpool, all about different competition, different meanings, and all things in between. So, uh, Jen, thanks for joining us. I'm going to kick off straight away. I'm going to go first out of the blocks with my question. As it stands, we know... Um, Liverpool's Champions League fate will be decided on Friday in terms of the quarterfinal draw so topic number one Jay I'll come to you first with this one um, Rank from one to three the order of these teams that you most want us to get in the draw to least want us to get in the draw on Friday Real Madrid currently top of La Liga Manchester City currently top of the Premier League and Bayern Munich currently top of the Bundesliga <laughs> it's it's because a, it's a, the, the, literally there's a very you know with the 17 we can draw there's three of them right there three of, of Europe's best best elite teams, along with ourselves. Um, so, what's your initial thought straight away? Is it one that you just don't want? Like you can just knock on the head.
1: Yeah, City last, and that's not because I'm so frightened of them. I mean, you know, you they're such a great team. Anyway, they can beat anybody on the day, and surely we they can beat us, of course. But the timing of this is why City are bottom of the list because I don't want to play them either side of a big fixture against them again. Yes, so I, for that for that reason alone, the bottom. Any other time, give me them, because I think over two legs, as we've proved in the past, we can do them, just not that week because the law of averages says you are not going to beat City three times in a row. That, that's just what it says. We're perfectly capable of doing that, but with then two games at the Etihad, it's, that's my worry, and I don't want to lose either of those games at the Etihad in the space of a few days, so let's just put that to bed. So no City. So my first choice was Real. Basically, based on, yes, they had a fantastic performance over two legs against Paris, however, I still think they are very beatable from this Liverpool side. Forget what happened last season when we played them. That The circumstances are completely different. But buying a scoring for fun and that's, that's the only reason why I'm, I'm picking Real as my first choice. So I still think over two legs we can do them.
0: Yeah, like, again, Louis, it's one of those, isn't it? There'll, there'll be all these teams looking there thinking they don't want Liverpool as well. I bet you if you ask, if you ask a Manchester City fan there thinking we don't want Liverpool three times in a row either. The flip side of that is if you're actually looking form-wise of those three teams, it's actually City are in the worst form, especially if, in terms of, of obviously in the league. So, um, they've of their last five, they've lost one, obviously, and then they drew the other night, as we all know. Um you look at the at Bayern Munich, they're in iffy form to be fair. They've had a couple of draws on the run as well, so maybe they're in that mix, but then they again in the Champions League, they went and snotted someone like 7-0 or something. And obviously, and then it's, it's actually Real Madrid who are in the best form. Uh, four consecutive league games the win against Paris as well. So it's actually it's actually City and Bayern who are in the in the patchiest form, but like I say. Come April, when these games are played, that's a long, long way away. So there's loads to consider here. What's going through your head?
2: I'm kind of, I'm agreeing with you guys and kind of thinking about that City point of view. Listen, it, it, it would be quite cool if we got them in the Champions League and then in the FA Cup and we literally had to play them four games consecutively. I mean, I, it'd be dad, awful.
1: Just knock me out, put me in a it, coma and wake me up when it's
2: done. <laughs> it, it, it would probably be the four, like, highest quality consecutive games you could have and it'd be it would be i'd hate it because realistically you'd probably have a win each um and two draws realistically um so j- just based on the law of averages based on the fact that we are two very good teams where there's not much in it um so i'm, I'm gonna rule city out although any other time like you guys said european night i back us i mean i back us to be anyone which which is the thing uh, I would go for Bayern Munich, though I think they can be got at. I do think they can be got at. They're scoring for fun right now, but no one's—they're not playing anyone with a defence as good as ours, with a midfield as good as ours. Um, they're not being challenged that way in the league. Realistically, the closest competition—Dortmund, uh, who aren't great—it's—it's it's very much kind of who they're playing. They look great, but I think they can be got at elsewhere. Real Madrid, I, I don't know. I think, again, similar to us, it's, it's that European night. Anything can happen. The, their midfield's still great. Modric, I mean, uh, against PSG, he showed that he might be getting on a bit, but he's still a top, top, top midfielder. So I, I'd probably say if I were to rank them, it'd be City the least based purely on the fact that we've got that game. If not, I'd put them second. Uh, Real Madrid second. and Bayern Munich, yeah, give, give me Bayern Munich. Get, get, I, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you're looking at the form, they, they at the weekend, they, they
0: backed up the 7-1 win over Salzburg with an away draw at Hoffenheim. Like, you know, you mentioned about the league table, like... Uh, um Dortmund are closing in on them. It's a seven-point gap at the time I'm recording, but Dortmund do have a game in hand. So we're very much could become four points. Like I say, they they've won two of the last five league games. I'll we'll go back to them a couple of those they, um They drew with Leverkusen not so long ago. They only beat Frankfurt 1-0. Not that far removed of, of, of a shock 4-2 result against one of the smallest teams in, in the Bundesliga against Bochum. So yeah. I'm with you. And also, I'll come to you, Jay. I fear teams who we haven't beaten for a long time and as as much it pains me to say, Real Madrid got the wood on us. Yeah, yeah, for a different, absolutely. They've, they've, they've knocked us out when we played them. Obviously, last year I, I get the circumstances, but they still yeah, did. Still did. Yeah. The final was there before that as well. It was like uh, another one and group stage. It it was you know it's it's been a long old time since we got the got the wood over Real Madrid. They're, they're a fantastic club, and for whatever whoever they trot out, there just seems to be certain clubs who have got yeah got you know. I think it's five times we have played them now without a win. So that that does worry me. I do I think history does count, and again. It's a different Liverpool team, and I get it, and it's a different Real Madrid team, but then also it's kind of not. There's still a yeah. you reference some of the players, they're still there. Benzema Benzema's still, still there, amazing. Modric still playing well, they've still got them. That plays into it for me. Um, and I'm with you on the city stuff as well. Playing City three times, potentially four times, in a matter of two weeks. What that could do, that's almost like a boxer going 12 rounds and then you've got to go and fight again a few weeks later. Not only yeah. will it impact there, imagine what imagine walking out of that four times, having City in two weeks, the squad could be knackered because yeah, exactly. they are so intense yeah. games. There's a lot to consider. So I'm edging towards City last, but I'm, I'll be honest, Madrid...
1: Frighten
0: you? It, no, not frightens me. Listen, bring them on. Yeah. Bring anyone on and we'll have a go at you and we'll give it a go. And we won't be playing in an empty training ground. We'll be coming to your ground and you're coming to a full field. Yeah, true. That does play a difference. But I, the Madrid thing does hang over me a little bit. Does it bother you at all, that kind of stuff?
1: It does, mate. It does come into it. I just always think like things change. Summer has to give at some point. And I look at that second leg like at Anfield on a different day with the finishing. We'd have been three or four up. And it wouldn't have even mattered with a with a bad team. Exactly, well, I say bad team. It was bad a bad mid- circumstance yeah. overall. So that is in, in the forefront of my mind, thinking. Yes, the the, the away leg uh, in uh, the training ground was awful. We, we we know that. I don't think that happens again. I think all the players will remember that. I think Clock will remember that. He'll drive that into them. But that second leg at Anfield, like I said, we could have been three or four up at half-time and on a, on, on a different Liverpool squad with a different mentality because we were so deflated after what happened last year. It was just heartbreaking. That won't happen this year. And we're in a very, very good run of form. So I just think that that will play into it a little bit. It does for me. It makes me feel better as a fan sitting on the couch anyway. No, absolutely. <laughs> in just- that first leg, second leg.
0: Yeah, fingers, fingers Yeah, hopefully fingers crossed it uh, uh, go to Anfield. I'll, I'll, before we move on, guys, I'll just go to a quick few chats from the Club Legend Discord. Rushi just said Real Madrid first, Bayern then City. It's not even really a debate. I mean, you're kind of ruining the show there, Rushi, so we'll uh, we'll bypass you. Please <laughs> agree with me there. A, there, no, it, there is a debate, <laughs> otherwise it wouldn't be on the debate show. We're literally having the debate. So um, I appreciate you pissing we, on my parade there, we, my we've man. We've given different
2: answers, so shows there, <laughs> there, is, a, there is a bit of
0: debate. <laughs> Scott's exactly the same as us. He's gone Madrid, Bayern City because I feel like we should avoid playing City as much as possible prior to the yeah. league game. No need to make them more aware of us. Um, Christopher went for the exact same, Bayern Madrid City. So maybe maybe Rushi's right. Maybe there's not a debate. Although, um, <laughs> we get, if you get further down, a few people did change theirs. Uh, I think I saw Chris's before he went Bayern, then City, then Madrid. Again, he's, he wants to avoid Madrid. I think Chris yeah. is very much in the air. Uh, and also, like he said, Bayern and City are in worse form. No one said Madrid. City
1: first, did they? So,
0: I don't think anyone's saying bring City on. I'm just looking through it now. Scott, yeah. Matty was the say Madrid City, then Bayern. He wants Bayern last because yeah, they're, you know, they're very dangerous. But yeah, mate. Yeah. I'll, I'll
2: tell you who would say City first, and that would be BT and Sky because they would have an absolute. Field. BT Sport
0: yeah BT Sport would love it Did to love said yeah they'd yeah, be, they'd be the FA cup games as well they'd, they'd be absolutely yeah. made up yeah listen they would, they, way, they would they, they,
2: honestly they, they they do it as kind of like a header. you you can just imagine the, the, the idea so American-
1: Louis right it'll get so americanized wouldn't it like with the, like the, the NFL playoffs or the, the Stanley Cup playoffs they would just be like Game the one best or four. yeah yeah exactly yeah it,
0: be, it would be it would be a quite the spectacle if it happens, it would. This,
1: and there's every chance it does happen. It's by very the way. unique considering like the the trophies that Liverpool are going for. It's like oh, if anybody can put a stop to the quadruple, it's going to be City and blah. And I just think I, I can't even handle that. I don't even want to entertain it. If it's going to happen, like I said before, knock me out and just wake me up when it when it's all over.
0: <laughs> you know, when we're looking at form, Louis, like obviously a lock can change. Like the draws on Friday and then the first legs. Like, what it's early April, isn't it? So there's, yeah. there's there's quite a long way away from it, but. Does that impact things at all? I feel like, I mean, Bayern Munich, they could win the next day on the spin. You know, City could lose another one. Who you knows, Bayern, they might do them next week or something. Like, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. So when you are looking when the draws happen quite in advance of things as well, it's hard to really put form into big perspective because like I say, listen, we're recording this tonight. Who knows why Liverpool get on against Arsenal? Yeah. Who knows how they get on against Forest? Like, form is so, so fickle at times. Form is temporary, class of payment, that kind of stuff. It's hard really to know how
2: how much weight you put behind form, isn't it? You you say that, but with the international break, there's not that many league games. Yeah, it's a good point. Like, yes. I mean, there's one there's one league game between now and but so, uh, excluding Arsenal, there's one league game between now and that first leg being played, and for cities, that's Burnley. Uh, that's all they've got. So it does change it in the sense that a lot can happen in terms of uh, I mean, touch wood, no injuries, but a lot can happen in terms of injuries. I think Thiago is going to be key for this period. Something, God forbid, but could happen to him. Um, or alternatively, uh, City could have Diaz come back and be fit. Um, but I don't think it changes much in terms of, for example, a team picking up wins, just because there isn't that there isn't that time for them to do that. Um, the form is, the form will pretty much stay the same. Um, but no, I'm I'm I I do understand what you mean. It's kind of hard to visualize it. Because it is quite a way away. It's kind of, you're looking at what? J- just under a month. Um, yeah. But no, it looks, it kind of looks, it will come around quicker than, than it is because there's just not that game to be played. With this all being said then, Jay, and I think it's great.
0: obviously, listen, they're three of the seven. We know what the other two at the moment are. Obviously, there's games to be played that time we're recording. We don't know Villarreal versus Juventus is on a tightrope. Chelsea are the favourites to get through. They're obviously 2-0 up as well. Benfica went through last night yeah. and Atletico Madrid obviously went through tonight last night as well. All the best to them. Well done for them. Um, if Chelsea got... I didn't want to put it in the show because if something mad happens, I didn't want to debate the show yeah. and ruin the show. But if Chelsea were in this mix... My I would rather I think I'd rather play City than Chelsea at the moment. If I you know that sounds crazy, but I just think again, look how we've played against every game against Chelsea this season has been it's been so tight and we yeah. they we have played them a lot already. We've played them three times, adding another two onto it as well, and they've all been draws. I think and there's a lot going on at Chelsea, and I don't understand that yeah. there's tons and tons and tons happening there, but that's the thing with City. If you play City, at least you know you're gonna get a game. You're gonna get, and all the, these three teams are the exact same. They're gonna come at you. They're gonna go for you, and they're gonna play their game. Chelsea very much don't. Yeah. Chelsea, they, they try and break, shut us down, and and hurt us. It feels like oh, that makes sense. Like, oh, at least when if you do draw any of these three, you know you're just going to go toe to toe, man to man, and go who yeah. the best man wins. I know what you mean. No, they're not going to try and do you with tactics, really, or they're not going to try and worry too much about shutting you down. They're going to try and hit you. That's where I always feel Chelsea's two way round.
1: No, it's right, mate. I mean, you know, watching the game at Wembley, you you, you thought that this it could go either way. You know what I mean? But they were was, they're, their they're game comes to very stop good. us. The game plans lost, to stop us. And they did. Yeah. You know, the most of our always bad. as a, a relatively quiet game. You know, so it was. Uh, yeah, I think you know. Bod said it in the in the Discord as well, hasn't he? He'd love to get City over Chelsea. I think in that scenario, then yes, I'm going to agree with you because they Chelsea worry me more than City do at the minute. Louis let, it's let's go say that, it's, it's, cra- it's, it's crazy it's the, crazy listen there's an the elite team as we know this and this is what happens when you get to the Champions
0: League quarterfinals the ideal is I mean if we all could pick right now I think we'd bite your hand off of Benfica and probably Atletico Madrid probably the winner of Villarreal versus Juventus yeah. you'd fancy Liverpool to be fav- big big
1: favourites in all of those I understand Obviously, Stark you know, arts teams just worry me mate yeah they like, do But last like, night was just awful from Atletico albeit yeah it was against
0: we, and again we've beaten them twice this season yeah, exactly, and we were so. better than them yeah it's, it's one of those Louis going back to, to Bayern Munich then like, they are brilliant, and we know that. And listen, Lewandowski, uh, and they've got absolute star, star players. But like I say, I watched them, I, I saw the highlights of the game against Hoffenheim at the weekend, and it was a very good team. And they put out, listen, it's Hernandez, it's it's Pavard, it's Kimmich, it's Coleman, it's Sane, it's Muller, it's Gnabry, it's Lewandowski, it's Neuer. You know, they're, they're an amazing side. And they did get held. And go going back to what we did to them a few years ago when we went to their ground and, and wiped the floor with them as well, we talked before about getting revenge against Real Madrid. Um Would you think Bayern Munich would be in the same boat? Do you think they'd be thinking, you know, well, I'd quite like to get Liverpool, or do you think it'd be like, no, 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 we don't want none of that?
2: I don't think anyone in the world wants Liverpool. I,
1: no one's they... us number one on this list. Are no, they? absolutely, yeah.
2: I, I genuinely think we're the most informed team in the competition. Yep, we're uh, we've got a full squad right now. Again, Touchwood. Um. I don't think any team in the world wants to play us right now. I think we'd be bottom of every team's list. Um,
0: Yeah, I tend to agree.
2: I I agree. Just going back to what you're saying about Chelsea, I again agree I'd rather City than Chelsea. I think over a European side, we can have City. I just think Chelsea will make it more difficult. And that is the one where the situation could very much change with them if they're on a bounce of getting a big new Saudi owner, if that gets confirmed the week before. Things will be high. The crowd will be loving it. You will kind of, that will be the one where things could change if, if kind of that is a massive shift in morale. So that is the one where I probably want to avoid now because obviously you don't know what's going to happen then. But alternatively, things could be lower. They could be getting sanctioned even more. Who knows? Yeah. Um, But it kind of, uh, yeah, I, I, in terms of that buy-in team, listen, uh, they're a great team. They've got some great players who can do some damage. But looking at that team, there's no way they can line up with that team against us. There, there is no way. There is no way that that formation, that what it, it looks like, a reverse four two three one with kind of five attackers basically. It was yeah, it was mad. <laughs> it was, There's was no mad. way. There is absolutely no chance they line up with that team playing Liverpool. They, they would, they would be ruined.
0: Um, and I think they he's, know that he's, Nagelsmann. Is, still, Nagelsmann he's, he's got this about him at times, hasn't he? He's got this, I don't know, the, the nutty prefers. Like he, and listen again, he's 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 done well and buying a favour to win the league. They're doing well in Europe as well, but yeah. I always feel like I've seen Klopp. I fancy Klopp in the battle of the managers there. Like yeah. him and Pep have, have, have gone toe to toe a lot. Um, Carlo Ancelotti gone toe to toe quite a lot. You know, like, and and Carlo's had success against those. There's no denying that as well. I feel like in a battle of the wits of, of the managers, Nagelsmann versus Klopp is one that you know. Jeger's a heavy, heavy favourite in that in that encounter, isn't
1: he? Yeah, hundred percent, mate. And again, it's just that these amazing coaches that are going head to head, and you want to see those types of. Because Klopp wants to be tested, of course he does. You know, Klopp knows he's a very good manager, but he also wants to be tested to make his team better. Which is why, the, you know, the Real Madrid situation. You look at that, and again, he he tested himself against that that squad last year. It's a new new format now for him. So yeah, I mean, the the, the buying game is. It, I'd be so excited by the buying game. I really would. So we need to let's move on. Then we need our answers first. Then so Jay, do you want to go? Real Bayern, City. So you, you want Madrid? Yes, Louis, Bayern. Rail
0: City.
2: Yeah. Bayern, Real City.
0: Yeah. So there you go, Rush. you're wrong because there's a debate. There's two different answers. <laughs> uh, uh, I, yeah. I go Bayern, and with... Bayern, Louis. Real City. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same. If it wasn't for that City game, being where it is, it would be flipped. Yeah. It's not. It's just I don't want to play them three times in a week. It's just it's going to ruin us. Yeah, exactly. Someone's getting, you know, that's just going to knock you out. Them games are so intense. So I, if it it's the way around, yeah. Madrid would be last. I, I worry about Madrid. And I, I, I always worry about like bad juju and stuff and, and teams we have got your number but a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm with Libby Bayern, and then, uh, then Madrid and then City. Right then, moving away from the Champions League and more towards
1: transfers of days gone by, I'm going to hand over to Jay Pearson for topic number two. So topic number two uh, was, which Liverpool signing surprised you the most in terms of how good they went on to perform? So, Mr. Steeho. my
0: This one's... There's loads to be honest. Then if we're talking like if we're talking current team, we're talking ever. There's tons and tons. Yep. I've look looking at the current team now. It Joel Matip. I would never have expected Joel Matip was going to turn into the one of the best centre halves in world football, which he mm-hmm. definitely is. Um, Andy Robertson's massive in this yep. one for me. I thought we were signing Alberto Moreno's backup. Yeah, and we went and signed the best left back in Europe or one of Mohamed Salah. I thought we were signing. Sadio Mane is back up, yep. and we've signed the best footballer on the planet. Um, so do like I expect the Virgil to be great. Not I mean you, you could never expect him to be the best. Well, in fact you probably could, but not like the levels he set. Mm. You knew you were getting a top goalie with of Allison. Course. So yeah, of the current side, it's 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 Mattip Salad and Robertson just spring to mind straight away because. They've just gone to, again, three of the best players in their positions and I never thought either of those three were going to get one. What were you all thinking?
1: Yeah, mate, I was along the the same lines with that. I mean, um, the the Salah situation is 100% uh, the one of this current side because, again, you look at the fee, you look at the history of the player in the Premier League, you look at what he was doing at Roma and Fiorentina and there was that little bit of buzz about him. It was always the, uh, quote-unquote, Premier League reject, Chelsea reject, always oh, come back to make a statement he was just going to flop again. Yo. Uh, you know, you, you go back on the BBC Sport forums when he was signed and it's just, the comments are hilarious, which is great because in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. So yeah, for me, uh, Salah was definitely uh, in that as well. Um, I think James Milner was one for me as well of this current side. And that is not to say, I didn't know how, James, how good James Milner was. He's a fantastic footballer, don't get me wrong. But at the time of where Liverpool were, and the, the players that we were signing, I thought he was a great signing, but I, I thought he'd be great for a couple of years and then we'd build a, sort of above him. Yeah. It's a testament to how good that man is, to how he's still in this squad and still yeah. around and he needs to be there, which harks me back to players that I thought of back in the day. Gary McAllister. Yeah. When we signed him that, the summer of 2000, again, eyebrow raising going, why? And then obviously... Phil Thompson said the exact same thing, didn't he? Um, you know, he said in the, the the documentary that we did for the uh, the League Cup final recently, it was like, why are we signing? You need those types of players in your squad. Turns out he was fantastic. Craig Bellamy is exactly the same. Not the first time. Same one. The second time we signed him in 11-12 because that was, again, at the same ilk because he had unfinished business at Liverpool. He comes in, absolutely becomes, arguably, the, the most important player in our squad alongside Steven Gerrard and just sort of had this aura about him. And I just think he was really excited. And that really surprised me. That was really good. But again, you talk about salary and stuff, yeah, it is, it's It's just amazing for, for what he's done.
0: I throw Sammy a into this, some guy we never know, and yeah. it turns out to be an amazing centre-off. Daniel Sturridge was a Chelsea reject. Goals for fun. Luis Suarez. I don't think anyone expected Luis Suarez to become
1: no. fucking Luis Suarez, who he was. Alonso. The- <laughs> Alonso. I was like, signing this midfielder from and I'm like, okay, yeah, don't really know too much about him. And it, yeah, we we, we won't want Won anything without him? Chris says in the in the chat as well. Go on, Alison. To be fair, the last time
0: I saw him, he was getting more by. He was in the Champions League, and yet he was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yet he was like He was like seven goals and or something over two legs. <laughs> Louis, there's so many answers to this one. Is there anyone we haven't mentioned that you'd like to bring up, or any, or are you going along with what I've got a couple more by that I'm going to come to? But is there anyone we haven't mentioned just yet for you?
2: Um. Yeah, a couple. Uh, okay. Chamberlain's one. Okay. Where. That first season, he was like he he was playing out of his skin, yeah. In that midfield role, um, obviously injuries hampered him. But when when we signed him, I didn't expect him to kind of be probably the one of the first names on the team sheet in that midfield for the first season. Yeah, I mean Salah, yeah, it's it's the easy one where he was good, but no one expected him to turn into the best player in the world, particularly kind of five years on. Yeah. Um, Andy Robertson as well. Listen, there are loads of people you can kind of that is Liverpool's ethos where apart from um Allison and Van Dyke, maybe also Fabinho, we didn't sign anyone that as kind of was was already the best in their position or one of the best Fabinho
0: was a great child, by the way. Fabinho was a yeah. great job for this. I didn't know he was this good. And he was good, but then he was this. I good. loved
2: yeah. him. I always loved Fabinho. I mean, it came out of nowhere the transfer.
0: Yeah, a mm. surprise. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. But I mean, there's loads of people that, that that have surprised me. Even kind of looking at Jinny Wijnaldum, I know he's left now. Brilliant,
0: yeah, yeah. great show.
2: But we signed him as effectively what he, he was a winger or like yeah. an attacking player, and we turned him to kind of like a defensive eight. The kind of te- kept Liverpool ticking so he was someone. But it, that's kind of why I like Liverpool because we don't go and sign your Mbappe's or your your Harland's. We go and sign your, 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 the kind of the level below and bring them to the level up, um, but yeah, for me, I mean, you probably can't look look past Salah in terms of what he's done and where he's become. I think we'd all be kind of saying we hoped it, but no one thought he would turn into the player that he has.
0: Uh, Matty mentioned in the Discord mentions Manny for the exact same the reason. We knew, yeah, we knew he was good, didn't know he was going to be this good. Uh, the Shrike, is it? Yeah, he says Torres hit the ground running. He was the perfect number nine. Maybe didn't expect that as well. Quad body, and Rush was just a skinny Welsh kid. We were all like, who, when he came in? <laughs> he went on to be the best finishing have ever, Liverpool have ever had. Yeah. Uh, quad body, again, after the current squad, Bob, he was a bit a bit, a bit, bit of an unknown. And I'm not sure people realise how quiet he is even now. You know who hasn't been mentioned yet? and I'm quite surprised. If I told you that, that after Steven Gerrard, the next man to lift the European Cup for Liverpool was going to be the skinny little kid we saw from yeah. Sunderland 10 years ago, 11 years ago, he's also going to go and captain you to the first Premier League title you've ever won. He's also going to lift the League Cup again. He's also going to lift the Super Cup again. Nobody could have expected this from Jordan Henderson. Jordan Henderson will go down as an icon of Liverpool Football Club yeah. from the day he retires for years now. like He's a legendary figure of Liverpool. That's just, it, it, it just He just is. That's undebatable now. And... The kid who, who was getting flogged right wing when we signed him from Sunderland ten years ago. Listen, again, we've done the documentary Hendo ten years ago. we are come up to eleven years now, aren't we? Pretty yeah. much, and no one. You could that that is a huge shock for me. I didn't, I wouldn't have even envision him getting the captain's armband off yeah. Steven Gerrard. I thought that's just that's mad. He by the time he got it, he was the obvious choice, and that was only it was only well. Four or five years later, I think you've got. To, I mean, Henderson's got to be in this mix because oh, he, he has to be. He has to be. 100%. Even even now, he's a, he's in, he's in Liverpool's best eleven. and keeps picking him. He's the captain of the club. I think he's, he's, he's amazing he's on and off the field as
2: well. You have to put Henderson in this mix. Mm. I think because we signed him ten years ago, which is someone. not someone we think about. Yeah. Um. And I guess if, if we had to put, uh, I mean, him, he's been again. No one expected him to be where he where he is. He's a quality player, even better captain for Liverpool. Yeah, for sure. He he'd be right up there um when you're talking about the the best signings of Liverpool and ones that surprise us the most.
1: It's it's a great conversation to have this because like there's so many we we've had so many players that have surprised us. You know, there's very little there we we have the disappointment. I know I mentioned this to you yesterday about, you know, disappointing signings, you know, these players that, you know, this is what Liam Bentel just put in, Liverpool doesn't buy superstars, we birth them. It's a really, really good comment, that because there's been plenty of times where you've signed a player that and we've they've been Liverpool sort of stepping stone to greatness, a la Suarez. You know, you've just had him at the wrong time, even though we had him pretty much at the pre peak Suarez. But I think, like, when you look at disappointing signings, like Harry Kuhl for me was one where I was, like, really excited to get him. And he just disappointed me. Yeah, and big then you've time,
0: got Morientes. Morientes,
1: goal scoring royalty, and it just didn't work out. I was so excited for Robbie Keane because I loved, I loved the way he played fussy I thought, from a striker's perspective, that's exactly what we needed, and it never worked out. And I was gutted for him. But they're
0: very few and far between. That's with, with, yeah, on the balance the club, of what yeah, we're yeah, talking about, you know
1: what I mean? It's great where we're having so many more great conversations rather than the negative ones. I think that's the testament to the club.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're right. The one, right. the one you'd probably have negative wise now would potentially be Nabikater. Um, he's just, yeah, we're not getting
0: the player we saw, we're not getting the Leipzig now and again, it's, it's a bit genuine. Alder, yeah, you say
2: that though. We are when he yeah. plays, we are, yeah, yeah, but he just doesn't play enough because <laughs> <laughs> he's not fit. Yeah, when, when we signed him, I think it was everyone was talking about this Kante like player energy, but could also have the output, and we're not getting that. You're right, so he is the one where if someone asked me, okay, you have to look at a Liverpool signing currently. That, he's probably one of the only ones that hasn't hasn't worked, um, and he has worked. Yeah, other other again,
0: he's, he's been fine. He just he hasn't been the he hasn't he hasn't. We all thought we might even getting one of the best midfielders in the world, and listen, Liverpool win a lot of games when Naby Keita plays. That, like, yeah, yeah the, that's the, fact. The return's yeah. great. It's just yeah.
1: the uh, consistency. You know, we always said the best of it, the best ability is availability, isn't it? And when Alden was great for that, but I still think Naby Keita's got something to say in his yeah, Liverpool yeah. career. Hundred yeah. percent, and I'm looking forward to seeing what moment that is.
0: I want to delve more into the Andy Robertson one and I'll come to you. I remember, right, when we beat Middlesbrough, wasn't it, on the last day of the season to get yeah. Champions League footy, we did a Men live show and i told the story a few times, so apologies for those, who, I know some of you guys are new, but we were on live show and I said, like, what that hopefully means is you can go and sign some better players and you don't have to go and sign Andy Robertson from Hull. That they were exact words that yeah. come out of my mouth, and I was yeah. thinking that gets we we were in Mick. there's all kinds of left backs. I mean, Ben Chilwell was in this company. was, I, yeah, I, I, yeah was I, few, that. I think he was. I think, but maybe getting me air yeah. mixed up. But there was he a few was. players there, yeah. Um, and how wrong was I? Because he's at, he is he is the best left back I've seen at Liverpool, and it's not even that close to be honest. Yeah. But we struggled there for so long. Like he, he I can't go back eras and eras, but the Liverpool teams I've seen since the nineties, he's he's head and shoulders above all of them. He is one of the best left backs on the planet. He's captain of his country. There's everything about him. I think there's no... I I will defy anyone to say now, you knew Andy Robertson was going to be this. You might have thought he'd be good and you trusted Liverpool's recruitment and I get that. But I can't think there's anyone on the planet who thought Liverpool are going to turn the lad from Hull, who's only been professional for X amount of years and was, you know, part-time. Into your your greatest left back, or one of them, that that, that, that he asked me right at the top of this list, already very close to it.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, mate. And you look at like eight million pounds, but then we sent Kevin Stewart to, to Hull for eight million pounds was essentially free, which is just brilliant. It makes it even more sweeter. Yeah, yeah I agree with you, mate. I mean, again, there's a I, I've kept a lot of the threads from the stuff uh, from when Andy Rubble signed, and you know the tweets and the retweets. It's like look at Liverpool buying rejects from Hull and blah blah blah, and you just think yeah. But it's lovely to look back at stuff like that. And you are right, mate. I'll find there's very few people, unless you're a whole supporter, you know, you, you know him in and out and know what he's capable of and know that that moving to Liverpool was the next step for him. Yeah, there's no one uh, who would expect him to hit the ground run as, as as much as he has done. It took him a good couple of weeks to get in there. Six months, yeah. yeah. And it was um, a Moreno injury that came to that. But my God, once he had that place nailed down, it was brilliant. I mean, obviously we were there, his debut, wasn't it? And it was, oh my God, you just knew we had a player. But I think it was cemented, wasn't it? With his little um, swallowing a Mario Brothers star and going on that running city, wasn't it? He just chased (laughs) (laughs) everywhere. It was just, that for me, I was like, right, that is a workhorse. And uh, we've never won a league without a Scottish player, so there you go. Yeah, you no, know, yeah, he, I think he's
0: definitely right up to this list. i mentioned him very, very early on, Louis. But let's go back to Joel Matip then, because when we signed a lad from Schalke on a free, I remember doing this at the time. Again, we were looking on like transfer market. It was like, well, he can play a bit of DM. He's, he's played a bit him. of DM for Schalke. He scored a few goals. Like, uh, you know, he's all right. He looks fine. He, he's a good little. He's a good little free option. Fast forward again, a few years down the line, he's winning Champions League finals. He's Player of the Month in the in the Premier League at a time of his. Recording as well. Again, the 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 emergence of Joel matip from Uzi to oh my God, how good Joel massive has been! Quite a shock, hasn't it? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly
1: coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: Yes, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there's nothing else you can say. Yeah, it has been. He's been. He's been one of the best of it. for me this season. He's been our best centre half. Yeah. Um, he's. Uh, I mean, it's it's always easy to say that when you're next to Van Dyke. I think. Listen, I, I'm a. I'm a five foot something 21 year old chubby lad i think i could look good next to van dyke um but he he's incredible his passing his distribution his those runs he goes on it just offers something different that realistically rudiger kind of does it but does it in such an annoying way that i don't even want to give him credit <laughs> he just offers that different dimension where he, he can create he can you can yeah. do anything from attack so yeah he's been he's amazing yeah. that that dm shout listen i think he'd be he'd be shocking there for liverpool i don't think he's got the legs for yeah. it yeah um but uh, I, listen it's been great to see him and it's great to see just how beloved of a member of the team he is because when it, when he scored that goal and everyone's coming up to him it's just it's nice to see but yeah him and Robbo, re- really when you look at our back four and it's like okay what do they cost and it's like okay they cost a combined what 83 million and most uh, that's all Virgil. <laughs> it's all, it's all Virgil. Exactly, yeah, it's all yeah. Virgil. Like, I mean, we could uh, if you if you could if you put Joe Gomez in there, he was what a million and a bit. Yeah. So yeah. what it, it, you you could have a back four of Gomez, Robertson, Trent, and Matip, and that's cost under ten million. And it's, and that's, uh, one ba- it's
1: one back- back- that's one of the best. That's one of the
2: best. That's one of the best backfalls in the world. So yeah, this is. Yeah. A- what Liverpool have done, I, I, I think it, it, we will always get kind of people would, rivals will take the mick, but it, it, it is seriously impressive what we have made out of nothing. Quad Bod says this in the Discord again,
0: Michael Edwards, does Michael Edwards do ever shout for this? Because no one match in terms of contributions to the current squad. And, and and I agree, like it isn't just Michael Edwards. I think he'd be the first to mention this as well. There's a, a big team of Liverpool's recruitment team is state of the art. Like mm. they spend a lot of money up behind the scenes on it. Um, and Julian Ward's the next one. He's, he's heavily involved in this as well, and he's about to take over. But I think what I think what the, the general point is, I wonder how surprised Michael Edwards is when yeah. he sees Andy Robertson. Do you think he predicted that, like, we yeah, we're going to get... He's brilliant. Or Joe Matip or, or I do Mo Salah. By all accounts, it was the stats guys telling him, go and get Mo Salah. Like, yeah, a, exactly. There was, there was Draxler talk, and there was other few other ones. Yeah. What's the lad whose name? Dortmund, uh, not Royce, was it? Um, <laughs> that's
1: my friend. Yeah, <laughs> it does not make me laugh all the time.
0: <laughs> who's the little guy? What's his name? I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Anyway. I, I, there was a few. Gert, yeah, yeah. There, there, there was all these lads. Yeah. I, I, oh no, we're just going to go. Uh, so, yeah, they do deserve credit, but like I say, I wonder. If you ask them this question, who do you think has surprised Michael Edwards? The most, that'd be an interesting answer.
1: It would, it would. And I, I well, think it, the, the people who identify these players as well, like you said, you know, it's a, it's a massive team. You know, I don't think Klopp just sits there all day and tries to identify players. He's not got the time for that. That's why he's got a team to do that. And I just think it's a testament to that team. And yeah, Michael Edwards does deserve um, a, a lot of praise for this, but he'd definitely probably say, yeah, I'm surprised Andy Robbo's still here, maybe <laughs> because he, obviously the fee and, and all that type of stuff, So, which is great. Love it. It goes test.
0: It's a testament as well, Louis, isn't it? It goes, back, it goes back to Jürgen Klopp and he's turned these lads and him and his coaching staff have turned these lads and developed a system and, a, and an ethos and a team and a club uh, backed by the owners and it's fair to say, you know, new training ground, new facilities, no expense spared, yeah. which, which allows you to bring players in and turn them from, I don't know, rejects of other clubs or young, promising lads that relegate clubs and turn them into an elite team. Again, so much credit has to go to Jürgen, the owners, everyone involved with Liverpool, because it's just, we are like the shining example of how to get transfers, 99% right.
2: Yeah, I mean, one thing I will say as well, you mentioned Jürgen there, but a transfer that happened before him, that Michael Edwards I think will say surprising most is Firmino. Yeah, but the, he
0: he he, 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 didn't, he had to bargain. He had to bargain, by all accounts, to get Firmino in with Rodgers. He was like, "You can have ben Teche, but we're, we're getting you Bobby Firmino as well." And he was Rodgers was playing Firmino right wing, and I was thinking, "What have we signed here?" Yeah. He can't run. He couldn't like in terms not not run as in get about, as in he had no pace, mm. and we had the slowest front three in the world with Coutinho, ben Teche and Firmino. I was like, "What the fuck's this?" <laughs> so yeah, I, I wonder. It feels like he's done. A, he's done well there to get that negotiation in there. Michael well,
2: Edwards said, "I." I think I think he said this when kind of it was announced he'd be leaving Liverpool. He He, he, he Someone asked him, "Who's your favourite transfer?" And he was like, "Well, I yeah. can't say anything, but my dog is called Bobby." Yeah, which <laughs> is answer think, the question. You know, listen, it? What he did for Liverpool. Yeah. He facilitates everything that Liverpool are about. Yeah, it's a great point. The we yeah. essentially have, our two strikers are essentially Mane and Salah. Kind of, if you if you look at the original front three, he just makes everything gel together. He is so influential. So, listen, I think he was, and he was scoring goals as well. I think he was, he was probably a signing as well that you'd sit there and say, okay, he's done that well. We, we it was a big price, but he surprised me as well. But the good thing about it Liverpool, the majority of players have, majority of players have, even Van Dijk, we signed him for seventy five million from Southampton. But did I think he would probably be, listen Ballon d'Or shout? maybe probably probably not did yeah. i think he'd be easily the best defender in the world right now maybe not so i think he- every signing Liverpool have made even Allison, knew it was good but a couple of weeks before we signed him we shipped what five past him
0: <laughs> seven seven over yeah, yeah, <laughs> plus, yeah. Yeah, and similar, now we've like
2: turned that. him into this player where you could have three players on the attack and i and on a three on one with just a keeper and i probably go hmm He'll probably save it. Yeah, he's got a chance. One <laughs> yeah. minute, one, one scorer, who your creator. Every player <laughs> that got time surprised me
0: in a way. One who hasn't been mentioned yet. I'm going to throw him in the mix now. Is Diogo Jota again? Mm. Oh, I didn't mean. Wow, what a play Because <laughs> again, he wasn't even... he wasn't getting any for Wolves by the end of the time. Wolves were quite happy to cash in. Yeah. And he, was, he wasn't playing every week. He was on the bench a you lot. Know, they had the front... They had, you know, it was a Triore. They had Podence. They had um, Jimenez, obviously, as well. He, yeah. Joff, well, that, that was, was
1: the rumour first, wasn't it? When the whole Liverpool might be signing a striker from Wales, they was going, Jimenez, Jimenez, Jimenez. Or even Triore. Triore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were both of them, wasn't it? It was like, okay, and then Jota comes out of nowhere. And the great thing about the Jota signing, it was like, what, a day or two after Thiago. So, like, the euphoria of getting one player, then it's all oh, we're getting to it's like, wow, but... Sorry, mate, go on carrier, you are right. The impact that he's had is un- unreal.
0: Yeah, like I don't think anyone expected this from him. He's another one who I'm shocked. Again, I thought, oh, nice little option. He, yeah. he's he but he, you're talking about Bobby Firmino. We took Bobby Femino's place off him. Yeah. He, for a while, he just, just you want to play, mate. I'm playing. I'm not I'm the second highest scorer in the league. I'm fucking playing every single <laughs> week. Before he got injured last season, guess- he, he he scored that hat trick at Atlanta, I was like, wow, yeah. this lad is out of this world, he was like, I remember tweeting, like, we've signed fucking Pele. <laughs> like, he, he is, you know, good, Z. Like, he, he, I, he's definitely, definitely in this mix, Louis. I think he, again, I, no one again, sure he saw this coming. Even Michael
2: Edwards, I'm not sure, saw this coming because he's outraged. This no, way. agreed. I don't see any, any, pretty much even Liverpool fans were like, hefty price when we signed him. But again, recency bias, got Chuck Diaz in there as well. Yeah, we saw this guy. Well, Five I found- games in, he's brilliant.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> this
2: guy, and I'm like, I, I, we, I watch him play, and I sometimes, i I'm like, I think he might be the best player to have ever laced up a pair of boots and walked onto a football pitch. Just everything he excites me, and that's cool. Like, as a football fan, this, the main thing is results. I could play with, I don't know, Titus Bramble up front if we were scoring goals and winning games. I wouldn't really care. But it is nice to kind of have, stand up on your on your feet when you're watching a game and go, fucking hell, well, what, what is going on here? When yeah. he flicks it over Rhys James' head, it's nice to have that little bit of flair. <laughs> I don't really mind the no-look passes. I think it's sometimes it's a little bit like, all right, mate, chill out. Like but it. it's good fun. And it is, even he, he's impressed me. And by all accounts, from what Jürgen said and what, what, what the, the the word coming out of Liverpool, he's impressed them as well. And When he gets that more information in him and he understands how Liverpool play, I think we're really in for a for a shocker.
0: I think it has to be someone. And I acknowledge all the old shouts of older players as well. For me, I think it has to be a modern player because I don't think any. I think this is the best team we've had. I can remember again, I'm, and I, with all due respect to people who are older than me, and you're probably thinking of the lads from the seventies and eighties who we like I'm not really the expert on that. I'd love your opinion. So if you're a club legend, please use get get in contact with us on the Discord. If you're I not, mean, head to the socials and let us know. As well. but as as an as an age range that we've got here in our twenties and thirties, Louis early twenties, right up to me in my, in my mid to late thirties, like it's, it's got to be more modern for us. And I think it's got to be this team because it's the best yeah. team I've ever seen. So I mean, sorry. He's the closest one for us. Yeah, like, yeah Twenty
1: million. Well, quad Bod has said in the Discord, hasn't it. he? No, you're right, Louis, you're right. Um, quad Bod said in the Discord. So I think what we're saying is everybody we've signed in the last five years has been levels above what we thought we were getting Pretty much. and they're getting better. That's exactly the point we're trying to make. And I just think it's, this is why I love this question because we are just getting it right so many times now where there used to be a time where we didn't get it right. Yep. Especially after being a, having a successful season, so it's uh, it's just really nice the the structure we've got, and we should be very very grateful for it. Anyway,
0: right then, let's put, let's push you for an answer. What are you going for?
1: Uh, Salah,
0: Louis, Salah. Okay, cool. I'm going to go for Andy Robertson. Sound. Yeah. Again, I, I, I've been. Is that, cause, is that just how
2: cause shit, because? Is that just because? How shit I
0: thought he was. I
2: thought he was. I was gonna say, is that like just it. gonna be a good social clip of you saying we could go and sign Andy Robertson from from after that Middlesbrough game, and then you clip that into you saying he was the player that surprised
1: you the most? Potentially, I love he? that though. Stay, I love that because I'll be like, honest, all my hands. I does, shit. I'm, does, I'm so happy. I was wrong. But that's no, it, mate. You no, you'd rather no in that one. situation.
0: I thought, I thought Mo Salah was good. Yeah, the feeling Mo Salah was good. You could watch your I you thought this was quite good. Andy Robinson, I fucked dog shit and I was <laughs> wrong completely wrong and I'm happy to be wrong from bro. my
1: perspective I didn't know much about him I'd hardly watched Hull you know I'd seen I mean? him at Hull
0: and I was like he's just a lad who runs up and down a bit and can't do can't read the film yeah
1: so I didn't have an opinion on him. I just thought right okay we get another left back but I was like you I thought it's going to be Moreno's backup so for me in my mind going into that that season it's Moreno's the left back so I didn't really think the thing with Salah was because we knew and his, rep- his reputation in the Premier League I just thought what are we going to get are we going to just going to get a decent player. A decent player. Yeah. Like you said, is he just going to play back up to Mane or whatever? Did I think he'd be this good for five years running?
0: No. No, absolutely not. But I love it. There you go. Then
1: two salas and a
0: Robbo. Perfect. Right. To end the show, topic number three from Louis. And I think this is a very, very interesting one. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how everyone in the Romance and episode mm. of Discord as well, because it's a it's a fascinating one. Look, go on, Louie, take it away.
2: So I, again, I want to preface this by saying slightly different for me, given as you can tell by my accent, not a Scouser, and I'm slightly younger than you guys. But Man You've been City is now a, <laughs> just slightly. So, uh-huh. what? What? Let me get the exact wording up that I went for. I went for uh, City is now a bigger rivalry for Liverpool than um, the Man United. Yeah, uh, I, 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 can, I, can I read my word I turned
0: into a question for you Louis because I've done you a favour okay. I know you're a busy man wrestling doesn't cover itself so I wrote given the current state of both Manchester clubs is the rivalry with Man City now bigger rivalry than the one with Man United I think that's if, asking it as a yeah. question Louis I'm going to exactly. I'm going to fight it straight back at you my mate
2: go on, you, you discuss why you brought this to the table and what are your thoughts so it's kind of been a thing that I've been thinking about this season where I need City to lose every game but when I was watching that Manchester derby a couple of weeks ago, I may as well, and I don't want anyone to clip this or do it, I may as well have been a Man United fan. I was cheering for every ball. I was cheering for every referee. It's that big. I, right? Listen, rivalry's got, And listen, don't get me wrong. When Lodi put it in the back of the net last night, I cheered just as much for that. And any other game United play, I want them to lose. But not because of the rivalry. It's just a bit funny now. It's funny. Because funny how bad they are. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny to watch them just <laughs> their pants. But now with City, I want them to lose every game. I want them to to struggle. I want the, it's that rivalry where that game now. And I think it is because of the the quality of two teams, the both teams, where for me they're the two best teams the Premier League's ever seen. Where it is that competitive rivalry now where you can no longer afford for any team to drop points. Liverpool can't drop points now. City can't drop points. So it makes every game feel like must win, where you're you're essentially, for that 90 minutes... On Monday, I was a Crystal Palace fan. For that 90 minutes, you are so engrossed in the other team because you really don't want the rival to win. So for me, yeah, I would have to say right now that... And it, probably because of the quality of the two teams. And you could chuck Everton in there as well, probably because of the quality of Everton as well. I don't have that. But again, I'm not Scouse, so might be different. Uh, but I've got that that kind of thing inside me where City, it's everything's City. What can we do to beat City? What can we do to one-up City? And for me now, that, that is kind of the, the biggest rivalry for me. But yeah. I think another thing as well to consider, and again, I don't want to be that, oh, City i have got no fans thing, but... I don't know many City fans that I can banter with, so that's kind of where it comes on the other side of it, where I've got plenty of United uh, friends uh, that will give me will give me crap for Liverpool and I'll give them crap for United. I haven't got that with City fans, but in terms of purely watching the games and what I want to see happen, for me, Liverpool are Liverpool and Man City are kind of the biggest rivals right now. I think in
0: terms of competition, 100%, you're absolutely right. I don't... I... My animosity to Manchester City isn't really animosity. They just piss me off. Yeah. how good they are. It's
1: like an itch. and
0: and they they, they know that they just they just relentless and it's tiring. Like yeah. it's it's just tiring because how good they are and you know that the bar is so high and they're the exact same as us. By the way, um, I actually think their fans dislike us more than we dislike them. Oh yeah. Generally speaking, yeah. I think we get more of that. Um, like I Man United, I. Despise Manchester United and everything about the club. Um, that that's the difference to me. I would I would put Everton above a, a, a rival for Manchester City. It's just a competitive thing, and we've been through this with, at different stages. Chelsea with this for a while yeah, as well. Yeah, um, there was a while when Chelsea were in this. Um, th- 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 and, and Chris makes a very good point. He says what he would say is that you know the United rivalry is moving closer to the Everton rivalry. It's like well they're not that good, but the history's there. That's the thing is that. It's hard to create a, a sporting rivalry. It takes a long, long time and things have got to change. And Man United, for me, it's, it's, it's just ingrained in me. Like Maybe maybe there's kids now who are like t- 10 who are going to be raised as Liverpool fans who are just going to despise Manchester City. But because I was raised until the age of what, me... Early to mid twenties where they were, Man City were nothing. They were just an afterthought. Yeah, they yeah. were like they were almost like the club you like quite wanted to win just because it might cause they're different than Man United and they're not Man United. Yeah. It was only when the Abu Dhabi money came in that you it, it was like and even then I cheered the Guero's goal like, as much as I've cheered not a non-Liverpool goal for a long time at the point. Because it stopped Dhabi Man United yeah. I hated Man United. Yeah. So that's that's the difference, isn't it? It's that ingrained in me is a dislike of United and a dislike of Everton. But Manchester City now are exhausting, they tire me out and it's boring. And it's boring in the best possible way for football in terms of quality, but it's really, really boring and it it, it drains me. And that's the difference. There's no bane
1: and hatred of Manchester,
0: of Manchester City. It's just, oh my God, can you just please go away? You are too good and it's pissing me off. Yeah, exactly.
1: Given the state of where this Liverpool side is and we've longed for having a team this good who can win title back-to-back, but City are right there like a fucking stone in your shoe. It's really, really annoying. For me, Manchester United is, and Liverpool is, the biggest uh, English rivalry. End of, end of story, that's what it is. And it will never be bigger. Um, City will never be a bigger rivalry for Man- Manchester United. First time, you know, I you know you always look f- which fixes you can look for first. Yes, we look for City now because it's a case of like timings of, of the league. But again, you know, you'd look for United and Everton. It used to be those were the first two you'd look for all the time. So for me, I'll always put Manchester United as the bigger rivalry above City. Um, but again, like you alluded to, mate, the Chelsea one, you know, from 2005 to 2009 10 that could have been looked as a as the, the that question was asked wasn't it is chelsea now a bigger rival than manchester united well yeah all right given the, the the champions league every year the fa Cup semis and stuff like that maybe you can have that same conversation but it's always united you know I, I never want manchester united to win a game of football unless it helps affect what liverpool are going for which it has done over the past couple of years which says a lot it, exactly you know so and that's that's changed football massively but for me I need to beat Manchester United twice every year at least.
0: Yeah, for your emotional well being. Exactly. Quite, quite bad answer to his question. He says no, and it never will because City are just money, and Man United have got the history. I still love them for Man United even if they were non-league, <laughs> yeah. and that's the difference. In that you've you've grew up different to us. You've grew up in an yeah. era where Manchester City have had the money and they've won plenty of league titles and they've been, you know, they were the team that have, have stopped Liverpool winning more and, and we're it now. But you, you never got brought up with like on the, the Ferguson United that you were just like, <sighs> I despised everything about them. Uh, uh,
2: I'm not that young. I got the end of the I got the end of the Ferguson. Yeah, you era, did. You I did. Get what you yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I, get, I, get what, I get what you mean. Like, I, I didn't grow up with that, with the Roy Keane era or the, the kind I of the... Them. That, yeah, can you know. But it kind of like like what you guys are saying. I think it depends what you want out of a season. Realistically, if Liverpool win the league, but have lost twice to United, not really going to care. Yeah. It, it'd true. be annoying. Yeah. Not going to care. But if Liverpool don't win the league, but beat United twice, it'd be like, oh, cool. But again, no, you don't get a trophy for that. No one's going to remember it. So I think that's where the City thing comes in, because realistically, you can't lose to City twice and then win the league. Ish- it could happen, very, very unlikely. So I think yeah. why I think the city rivalry, and perhaps it's a different in kind of a professional rivalry and your kind of old-fashioned rivalry. The reason why the city one's so big for me is, realistically, you need to win both those games, not only for the bragging rights, but to win the Premier League. Yeah, you can't
0: lose. So, Usually, no. Lose one of those games is such a swing, yeah. and I, that's the difference. That's where
2: the bar exactly. is. And that's I'm going back to it, exactly. and, I, and, and I come out of those games. <laughs> I was, sorry, I come out of those games thinking it's not, oh, we've just lost to a rival. It's, have we just lost the title? So when mm. I, I was at the the, the, the Liverpool City game uh, this year, and it, it was like, uh, so when it was the 2-2 and we had that chance at the end with Fabinho, it was like, has that title just now got a little bit harder for us to grasp? And it's just that that need to win. It, it, I think it's more of, I guess, what you'd call a, a maybe a professional rivalry in sports, kind yeah. of like, like what they were saying with Messi and... And Ronaldo, like they don't hate each other, but it's that professional rivalry where they yeah. both spur each other on to be as great as they are. And, and I stand by this. I don't think we'd be as good as we are without City, and I don't think 100%. City would be as good as they mm. are without us. We both needed each other to spur each other on. But yeah, for me, those yeah. games are the games in the season where I think if we've, if you gave me, if, if you gave me a genie in a bottle and said, right, you can pick two games of the season, you've got to win, you, you've got 100%. to win. Yeah. Yeah, I am choosing City home and City away. Any day of the week, yeah, and 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 I'll and I'll keep a genie in the bottle just in case we need like an extra something. But for (laughs) me, it's it's those two that that you really really need to to win. So that's I kind of think where it does come from. And I'm gonna
0: go. I'm gonna read Matty's point from the Discord. He's like, not right now. Answering the question. But what we have is City and Manchester, a bit of what we have with Chelsea in the in the you know, It's very competitive, but the rival with United runs deeper with the history associated to it. It's, that's unrivaled. And I'm, that's my point, Jay. We don't know because look what just happened to Roman Abramovich and things. The world changes and stuff. But as mm. it stands, Man City aren't going anywhere no. yet. Um, they they seem to be getting away. They've had core uh, cases and they've won everything. So Man City are where they are. And it feels like they could be going through that. They could be here for a long time. Manchester United, as it stands, are miles away from that, and it, I do wonder again if the I've got no animosity to Manchester City. I'm relatively speaking, compared to like deep hatred and history and stuff. Mm. But there's a generation coming through now. We're going to despise Manchester City, yeah. and there's going to be Manchester City fans who are going to despise Liverpool, and it's got the makings that it could brew into something different. Because every rivalry starts somewhere. The you know, Everton one's always there because it's the, it's the locality thing. City and United, it's not really a locality. They're, they're in the same fucking city. They're down the road. We know yeah. that. It feels like at some point it could happen where you know all those old farts get really, really old, and the next generation have, have just been. Oh my god, Man City! I fucking I, I hate them with the money and the plastic fans, and they don't yeah. sell the
1: ground out and all. I, you could you could really you could see that happen, couldn't you? Of course you can, mate. I mean, you look at the the lads who I go to the match with are, are twenty or thirty odd years older than me. And they will always say Everton because of when, you know, they would peak go in the match in terms of how, when they were younger. Yeah, yeah. It was Liverpool, Everton, Liverpool, Everton, first and second. So it is definitely a, a generation thing. But Liverpool versus Manchester City are bigger games, right? For the, for what what's on, like what Louis alluded to. However, overall, because of come back when you've won 18 banners, yeah? They came back on and won 18. European Cups, the chasing of those, it chasing that six versus three, and when it was five versus three and it was four, it, it, it's all there, it's all relative with Manchester United and it will always be that. Because at the end, of the week, it was on the debate show, wasn't it, uh, last week about Ross's question, would you rather win the league or win the Champions League If but if you the other one, you, just, you, you lose the one to City. For me right now, I want that extra league title because I want 20 to shut them lot up. I'm not saying that just because I want Liverpool to have one over in Man United, it's it's what, it's about Liverpool, that's what's the most important thing. But that's a lovely added bonus, isn't it? Yeah, you know
0: hundred percent. I mean? And Liam Benson makes it says yeah, it's 30 years later and I still hate Man United's class in nineteen ninety-two and I <laughs> oh, to, shit, Yeah. yeah I can I can <laughs> I, I watch Gary Neville and Roy Keane on the TV right now and they're very, very entertaining. But there's yeah. a, there's something deep inside of me that burns away a, a dislike of them. I'm not there in Man City yet and uh, like Man City players, even for the most part, I was saying this before, Like they're quite likeable. Even like Aguero and company, they're, they're, they're legends of Manchester City now. They've left that club. I never hated I them. I don't hate them as much. They, as they, have hate, moments yeah. that, they have moments, obviously, the company goal against Leicester, well, I'll never forget. And like Aguero scoring every time he played those at the Etihad, like, yeah. we'll never forget it. But there's no hate to them. But I wonder now, there's kids now who are in tw- 15, 20 years' time going to despise Bernardo Silva. I don't like the fellow myself. You can see it brewing, can't You You, yeah, you can yeah, see it festering. No, like he's one who you think he's a rat, him. And you can see that the, the kids—they're going to get there, aren't they? True. I think Louis. If you ask this, if he comes back when he's forty and asks the twenty-year-old version of Louis, who's on the other end of a Zoom call, <laughs> it might be very, <laughs> yes, very easy. They'll true. all be—they they might all be going. Yeah, it's Man City. I know? guess. Yeah.
2: The the one thing to kind of contrast what I was saying. One thing I've always said: like I could never sign a player from United. I could never do it. No. I'd never sign a manager from United. I could never do it. But if you offered me Pep Guardiola, would I say yes? Uh, obviously, Klopp goal, once yeah. Klopp leaves. Once Klopp leaves, probably. That. If you offered me Kevin De Bruyne, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But if you offered me Jadon Sancho, because he's been there not long. Uh, Bruno Fernandes, really you don't want him, do you? you Bruno Fernandes. No, I don't want him. If you offered me Paul Pogba, no. United. Even hmm. if you offered me... Gary Neville on the coaching staff. I'd say no. My He's God, United.
1: Definitely not. Jesus they they wouldn't say no to that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. I think yeah. that's kind of the aspect where it is more of that professional rivalry, where part part of the, the reason why I hate City so much is because I also respect them so much, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I hate them because they're the biggest pain in the arse. And we realistically have won four league titles if City weren't a thing. Mm-hmm. But like really we, 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 we do respect
1: won. thing, Louie. In in terms of respect because I, I don't I respect for them for the way those play those eleven players on that pitch in the squad and went the way they play footy. I don't respect them for How they got there. How they've got there. You know what I mean? In terms of like two thousand and eight they were pre that they were you know losing 6-1 to Middlesbrough or whatever it was. And now all of a sudden they're here and you know the fans a lot of the fans think you know the absolute world beats and stuff like that. The people that still went to main road, they've they're still ingrained in it Will you know, we just appreciate what we've got the same way us all these here say, I really appreciate this Liverpool team because I know how crap we have been. But the, for me, I don't respect how they've got there. I just respect the, the football that they play um, because I just think it's quite entitled no,
0: yeah. and it's actually for me the other way around with Man United. I actually quite respect Manchester United, the
1: institution. Now, I mean, it, built it, it, a team after team after team, they'd win a title, they'd have them. to rebuild it, and then but they do it again, and that's respect. Respect to the club, respect to Fergie for what he did. Yeah. That that's awesome. But hey, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I hope. That's why to wrap it up. Louis, I'm going. I am going to disagree
0: with you. I'm going to say Man United for me. You you're going? To, are you sticking okay. with your city? Are you sticking with your city? Are you, you, your city's your bigger biggest rival now. I think it
2: depends what you mean by rivalry, right?
0: You it's your question. Say, I think, <laughs> I know,
2: yeah, you asked it. <laughs> it's, it. open to interpretation, but no, for me, I'd say City. The game that I want to win the most each year is City.
1: So you're yeah, spot it. on, mate. Yeah. I'd agree with that Yo, he's right though that's the, the game you want to win but United is the bigger rivalry. Yeah,
0: United for me. Yeah, I agree. Louis, absolute pleasure to have you. Jay, absolute pleasure to have you as well. Thank all you guys for getting involved in the Discord chat as well. If you, again, if you're listening to this post live or you're watching this post live, please use the comment section on the website or use the socials, the Redmen TV, Twitter. We're on Facebook as well. Get get your message into us. Let us know your answers to all three questions. We'll be back next week with another three topics, another three people and another three debates. Until then, I'll catch you all soon. Goodbye.